DJ, that's my good friend Peter Perkins from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, wrote that song. I had no idea I was doing this. I had no idea he was writing that song. And uh, for you, the music aficionados, that's uh, Brian Berline playing the fiddle on that. And go check out who Brian is. Got some pretty killer pedigree. So I'm just super. Well, first of all, I got to give a shout out to my friend Waheed Gomes because it would not be a ride the vibe without the generosity of the master of the technology, the owner of DRS ATL Studios right here in Roswell, GA. And then for all you musicians that are looking to make some money while you sleep, you might want to check out uh, Wahid's Verde Music Group. They got a publishing uh, operation there that can uh, take your songs and get them placed and, and again, help you make some dough while you're just sleeping. So again, thanks to Wahid for uh, hosting and have to give a shout out to Mr. Weston T. Hine, who we had on the show not too long ago for the introduction to this buddy of his and fantastic musician, Daniel Pratt, created with a passion to play the music that makes people feel. Uh, Daniel is a songwriter, singer, speaker, worship leader, and entrepreneur. And you can find all about Daniel at www. Daniel Pratt, P-R-A-T-T, music.com. Daniel, welcome on The Vibe. Dude, I'm feeling The Vibe. Thanks so much for having me on, man. <laughs> Holy smokes, songwriter, singer, speaker, worship leader, entrepreneur. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you have three kids and a wife um, and one on the way, and as a, I understand it. Yeah, and a fourth and a fourth one on the way. Yeah, absolutely. So Whoa. my, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't I don't know if this has always been my motto, but it's becoming my motto is die empty. And so just trying to do it all, you know what I mean? I'm exhausted just thinking about all that. Yeah, just listening to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, totally stoked. And you're coming to us uh, from Panama City, is that right? Yeah, Panama City Beach, Panhandle area, yeah. 30A, you know, Dustin, that whole area. So Love it. um Love it. yep. Sunny beautiful sandy beaches not not a bad place to live i love it well for your fans that are legion and growing exponentially but they may not be familiar with ride the vibe and, and the way we roll the format but we're going to play seven of your songs not in their entirety y'all uh because we'd like you to go out and buy the music from whatever source you find your music because, gosh, it's hard for these musicians. You know, it's a struggle, and particularly these last couple of years where they weren't gigging, which is where they really make a, a lot of their money. So I want you to buy the music. I think you're going to thoroughly enjoy it. And then we also encourage you to sit back in a comfortable environment while you're listening to this podcast 
Get a beverage of your choice. In the studio, we're featuring a pretty cool product uh, that's a sponsor of ours. It's an innovative company out of Michigan called Drinkmate. And their tagline is the Carbonate Anything Drink Maker. So if you're looking for a way to get yourself off those despicable uh, sugar-sweetened beverages that are doing nothing but ruining your health, I would strongly suggest you check this uh, company out, Drinkmate. They've got this little tabletop model. You take any kind of beverage you want and you put it in this uh, this device and, and you carbonate it. And I swear by it. I've been... Uh, drinking nothing but carbonated beverage, uh, water, distilled water for quite some time now. And well, not the only thing I'm drinking, but because <laughs> one of our other sponsors is Cathead uh, Distilleries out of Mississippi. But uh, today we're featuring Drinkmate. So get yourself a beverage, sit back, and uh, we're going to enjoy some great music from Daniel Pratt. So Jan- Daniel, welcome. Thank you. And we're going we're gonna to start off, I think we should just jump right in with Real thing. What do you think? Yeah. We'll give them real thing right out of the gate. <laughs> hope we can good. Hope we can hook them. <laughs> All right. Thanks, yeah. Waheed. Do you ever think about it? How people fall in love. It's not the way that they look. It's from movies and books. It's a feeling that creeps inside. It ain't the fancy kind It just builds over time Holds the spirit together when it tears It's what I got inside It's what I'll live and I'll try To give you all of my life Honey, I love you like the real thing Where you're and your scars You don't have to hide them You tell me something about your heart And the places on your back like You say you need surgery A kiss and say Stop to notice How two hearts become one They can see what they feel Hear what they mean It's something that just can't be explained It ain't the fancy kind It just builds over time Oh my gosh, wow, y'all Well, if you aren't hooked on Daniel Pratt with that song I don't know, you, something wrong with you What a poignant song and touching <laughs> lyrics Talk about the song and uh, the music video Which I believe premiered this January 28th Maybe somewhere around It did, there. yes, yeah Music video just premiered And um super proud of it It's one of those music videos that um, I don't know if I woke up from a dream with it in my mind, but it was like dreamlike state yeah. where you just had this whole progression and this vision in your mind. And I called up this video producer and I was like, I want to do this. And yeah. he was like, bro, 
that's heavy. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, we got the actors for it okay. and stuff like that. And I, I, I won't give it away, but it involves, you know, a graveyard and stuff yeah. like that. So it really pulls on the heartstrings. Yeah, but it sure that does. Song, um, that song was a lot of fun to make because there's... Like in the studio, you can do things that you can't do live. You know what I mean? Like, and you can kind of create this experience, if you will, Mm -hmm. just, just like, uh, I don't know, maybe like theater radio or something like that. I I view the studio as that is like, I can add things to it that I would like to, that you can't otherwise. So I really wanted to add like these natural textures and Mm -hmm. stuff, but I didn't want to just use like loops that you could get from anywhere else. So Mm -hmm. me and the producer, Eric Taylor, shout out to him. Yeah, We were, there's points in there. Like there's one point um, where we took a coin and we spun it on a desk and we recorded that and then we reversed it. So it had this really cool, like whoosh effect. Yeah. I heard we used, yeah, yeah. yeah, we used that as a transition. So it's little textures. Like there's one point where we're walking around the room and we were just like scraping the walls and stuff like that. And we had this mic just getting super hot to Mm -hmm. grab all of these sounds to make Mm -hmm. it feel like there was this movement in the song. Um, so it's just weird, nerdy stuff like that, that you wouldn't, (laughs) well, not nerdy, nerdy at all. Well, you know, and it's interesting because I've listened to the song multiple times, but not on a very, you know, on my Oakley thumbs as I'm riding my bike, not very sophisticated technology. Yeah. Yeah. And then listening to it, uh, for, you know, right just a minute ago was picking up some stuff and, and asked you, in fact, is that part of the song? And you went, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, for me, it's, um, well, it's kind of like you said, our attention, pan- our attention spans are so short, right. and mine included. <laughs> so I want to, you know, I want to, I want to create music that I would be interested yeah, in engaging, and I want, right. yeah, that's engaging and kind of, kind of pull you in. And I think of music, like just if you're reading, I remember hearing books on tape mm-hmm. and the books on tape as a kid that I liked the most mm-hmm. were the ones where it was like, and then he opened the door and there was a sound, sound of the, of the door. door. Right, right. You know, that dude, that stuff draws you in, man. Right, that right. gives you an imagination of yeah. what's happening. So, well, yeah. And, I'm, and harken back to the day when, you know, people sat around the radio and, and that's, you know, when you look at mm-hmm. the video clips of the cats in the studio, okay, here come mm-hmm. the horses and they got the wood block. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Well, talk that's about what the- that song needs is woodblock horses. <laughs> that's what the next one will. Well, I, and that's a free, uh, free uh, producing uh, a tip bit for yeah, you there. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to give you royalties on yeah. that. <laughs> Not going to spend it all in one place. So yeah. <laughs> talk about the lyrics. Very pointed. Uh, what, what drove yes. or inspired that? Yeah. Yeah. So this song, this song is about my wife ah, and, wow. um, you know, uh, people asked me one time, they were like, um, so what's this, what's this place on her back? Like, yeah, thing? you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's not that there is no scar or anything like that. Yeah. on Her back leg. That was more an imagery thing mm-hmm. for, Hey, the things that you are calling scars mm-hmm. and the pain that you've been through mm-hmm. is actually attractive to me yeah. because I've got pains and scars as well. And Don't so we I all? know that yeah. you're, uh, yeah. And so I know that you're somebody that can relate to mm-hmm. the same kind of like pain. Well, pain brings a certain kind of perspective. So mm-hmm. you have the same perspective of, as me because you've walked through yeah. some of the same 
pains that I have. You yeah. know what I mean? So that was like, that was the, the imagery there was saying, it. you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make you believe mm-hmm. that I really actually think that these scars that you have are beautiful mm-hmm. to me and they're not, they're not what you're calling yeah. scars, yeah. you know? So that was, that was kind of the, I love it. Very pointed. That applicable to really anybody i think there's no anyone out there that says they don't have scars is a, got a scar of a lie liar i think yeah so that yeah, was man. not hey, your wife it, in the video then that was the actress no it was not no okay. that was not no yeah interesting no. well talk a little bit about uh, your formative years you you discovered a love for music at 12 how how that happened Daniel? yeah i um so i wanted to play drums uh, and um, how'd your parents me. react to that when you said that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> here's a harmonica, like, uh, son. <laughs> yeah, here's a, here's a recorder. Yeah, go, go do some of this. No, actually, uh, I think actually brilliantly, uh, the drum teacher said, "Start him on piano." And um, he said, "If he can understand, if he can learn piano, then he can learn the language of music." And yeah. so I started playing piano at twelve, um, at around that age. Probably no, probably younger. I was mm. I was playing piano at like you know seven, eight years old, something like that. Wow. And, um, I, you know, I started learning it, but like, I, I'm not, I don't want to learn Mozart, you know, yeah, like right. I want to learn other stuff. You right. know what I mean? And so I, I did piano for a little bit. I learned it enough to be able to read music mm. and was doing, you know, be a little bit beyond beginner. Yeah. And then, uh, when I found the guitar, my dad's guitar, uh, that all of a sudden uh, that unlocked something in me that yeah. was like, Whoa, now, now I have, a method to yeah. like start writing music mm-hmm. and there's songs in me that I want to start writing and something about like that six string guitar and the feel of the frets, mm-hmm. like pulled those things out, you know what I mean? Whereas piano didn't. So I'm, I'm thankful that I have the background of yeah. piano yeah. Um, and that I'm, I still play. Um, but uh guitar, that was really, that was really for me kind of the kickoff. And it was and interestingly, it was, instantly about writing songs. Like wow. I wasn't the kid that was, you know, um, to, trying to learn ACDC or yeah, smoke on yeah, the water, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Um, I instantly was hmm. trying to get out what was inside. And my, my dad tells us this story. He says that when we were, um, when we were young, that like one time he was, um, you know, he's just tucking us in for bed and yeah. everything like that. And, you know, saying good night. And, and I was like, Hey, how about, how about before we go to bed, we write a song mm. and like we sing a song that we've written. He's mm. like, oh, that's kind of weird, you know? And so he like, <laughs> he like went along with it. And I think he probably did like, you know, a, a chorus yeah. or something like that. And then, um, uh, and then he's like, all right, uh, you go, I guess. And I like went into this full song that I had like written, you know what I mean? Just like, boom. And, and you were how old? How old is this? I I would I was probably like ten. Jeez, oh Pete. So you know, some so it's and I look back at that now and I go, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Why this thing is like you know all, but you don't know how to explain that at the time. At you that know? So, age, right? Yeah. So for me, like music, like still even to this day, I have to force myself to learn other songs. Mm-hmm. I have to like like because and and usually it's because when I'm playing gigs and stuff like that, you can always rope people back in with a good cover. Yeah, so that's right, why, right, <laughs> that's why right. I learned them. Yeah. But I still put my spin on it because music is my mm-hmm. personality mm-hmm. in, in, in form, you know, it's in, and so I just, I can't get away from that. Um, this is a tool yeah, to express you. whatever's going on inside. I love it. Well, I want to cue up uh, Caroline. Um, 
Carolina and then yeah. come back and talk about, you know, your father as a, a mentor and a teacher and influencer if we could. So Wahid, if we could, Carolina. Dates and coffee breaks, Tuesdays and random days. It's how we spend the worst days of our lives. Your sister doesn't like me much. Your father thinks that I'm a nut. Your son and daughter just don't wanna choose. I think it's time to get away and see. It's a big old world and it's calling you. Seattle's cold and I don't like New Orleans There's a place I know would fit Daniel Pratt, love that song. And clearly, Daniel, not talking about your relationship with your father. Don't know whether you have a sister, but uh, that must have... <laughs> based on what you just described earlier, yeah. You, you, <laughs> your father so, didn't think you were a nut, I don't believe. It doesn't sound like that. I'm so sorry about... I don't know what just came on. I'm in my son's room, and he has this al bacon alarm clock that just all of a sudden started ringing and dancing. Right I like that. We'll it's, talk about you. I mean, you scared me. <laughs> you you referenced wanting to uh, weave in some... It's not yeah. blocks uh, clapping together, but I love it. It's all good. Yeah, I, yeah you know, that, that's the next thing. All this talking bacon head all of a sudden scared me. Sorry about that. Is yeah. that Jay? Was no. that Jace's? Is that Jace's? Yeah, Jace. Yeah, yeah. You do your homework. <laughs> um, yeah, that's his. Uh, that's his. Whatever that is, I don't. I don't even know who gave. Right, that, well, you so. need to integrate that into a song. That's an inspiration <laughs> that just came. <laughs> that's it. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, this uh, premiered the eighteenth, the twenty-first, I believe. Of, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Last year, last year, um, yeah. and uh, so as my wife has found out, um, I don't know if this is true of every songwriter, probably. But when you marry a songwriter, <laughs> nothing is safe Sacred, right, <laughs> in your right. relationship. Right, right. Because like it's gonna come out in a song mm. somewhere, sometime. And so yeah, it's it's pretty, you know, straightforward. You know, sometimes the tensions that you have to you have to work through together as a couple and mm -hmm. you know, with your your spouse's family and stuff like that. And and so for me, um, 
uh, Jen is not my first wife. Um, and so, uh, and she, when we, we, we got married, had three kids. And so uh, okay. I kind of inherited and adopted three kids and yeah. it's amazing and beautiful, but there's, there's tensions in that, you right, know what I mean? Right, um, especially, especially since, you know, they're older as well, mm-hmm. 11, nine and five. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of content there for a songwriter, (laughs) (laughs) which is, which is great, but you know, it's kind of, uh, I will, I'll say this. There's only been, there's only been one time she's made me change, change a song in a lyric. Oh, interesting. It's basically, it's basically been like, if you can write that, but if you release that, do you want to have a happy wife <laughs> or do you, or do you not want to have a happy? Yeah. So I just had to choose which battle. Well, do that I was want. smart. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life, I think is exactly. the expression that yeah. works yeah. pretty well. So, you know, you just, so you, you tread, but I probably, I, I don't know. I don't know what other songwriters, how they, what they, what their experience is yeah. with their art and with their significant other and how much they, you know, let the world see. Right. But, um, I, I feel like I, I push, I I push the the boundary as far as I'm I'm comfortable <laughs> with, and I, I feel like it's pretty far, yeah. you know. So I'm, I'm that's hey, hats tough. off to her that she's she's tough, willing to she, do that. She lets me do it. Yeah. Well, and, and kind of it's a nice segue to talk a little bit about your friendship with Weston T. Hine, who was uh, gracious enough to introduce us. So talk a, just a little bit about that, and then circle yeah. back if you would to your your father and in the musical influence there. Yeah, my um, so. Wes, he he actually did the electric guitar for the song "Real Thing," uh, so the one we listened before. Yes. So he did that. Okay. And um, yeah, we've uh, we kind of we didn't grow up together because I grew up in Washington D.C. He mm-hmm. grew up here, but since moving here, um, he's just kind of one of those high caliber guys, yeah. you know. So anytime um, I need just like that extra guitar player at that gig or whatever I call him up. And from that has just become a friendship. You know, we've uh, done a little bit of writing together and stuff like that. So just a, just a good guy. And Mm. one of those, you know, as you, as you keep doing music, you start to become friends with the other guys that are doing music Mm. and you all kind of start to ask each other, Hey, what are you doing? Because I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm just trying to figure out what <laughs> you found. What What are you doing that works? You know, yeah, yeah. are you getting paid by Spotify? No, you're not. Okay, neither am I. Yeah, like, right. you know, we're all trying to figure out this evolving thing of music together. Yeah, you know, so yeah. like we were joking the other day. I was like, I was like, bro, are you on TikTok? He's like, dude, yeah, I broke down. I'm yeah, on it, man. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't understand what the heck is going on there. He's like, neither do I. But like. <laughs> You know, you got to be on it now. So right, it's like, and right. like, I don't feel I'm 30. I don't feel like I'm that old, but like, yeah. good Lord, it already makes me feel old that there's this social media, social media platform that I have no idea what it's about. Yeah, And you can only imagine so, the platforms your kids are going to have. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't even want to think about that, man. <laughs> well, that's a nice segue too to the next song. I'd love to queue up because you all are a, a, a bunch of pilgrims, aren't you in a way? M- musical pilgrims. Yeah. So if we I would could, say so. If we could cue that up. And that was a uh, song and music video that premiered uh, a March of this year, 22nd, right? Mar- it was, yeah, it was. Cool. Well, let's cue that up and we'll come back with Daniel Pratt on The Vibe. Your grace will be enough my eyes can see 
whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Talk about that song, Daniel. Oh man, dude. This is, um, this is one of those songs that I didn't do for a while because I was scared of it. Uh, um, I don't know if there's like, there's some pieces of art that just scare you because mm-hmm. they mean so much to you and you don't know if you're going to be able to do justly and execute mm-hmm. what you're feeling. So you just, you just, I've got a couple songs like that where it's just like, maybe I'll touch it maybe five years from now, 10 years from now. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I just, I, I don't even feel up to the challenge yet. Cause it's so deep, you know? Yeah. So, um, pilgrims, um, bro, I, I went through a divorce in 2018 mm-hmm. and I came, I came home to my now empty apartment mm-hmm. with a couch no money in the bank account mm-hmm. and a mattress mm-hmm. and like some dishes and stuff like that. But basically just Stripped empty down. shell yeah. apartment. She's gone, mm-hmm. not coming back. Doesn't want to come back, letting you know I'm never coming back. And it's just, mm-hmm. and Oh, and I'm working for a church as well, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. To right. Right. And, um, so that, that version of Daniel Pratt pretty much died mm-hmm. in that apartment. And um, a lot of things with him died. And I remember just mm-hmm. being on my couch and I, I opened up the Bible mm-hmm. to that verse, blessed are those yeah. who set their hearts on the pilgrimage. And yeah. I just remember thinking, well, I guess it's going to be you and me for a, a little while, God. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like keep going mm-hmm. on this pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm going to decide now that 
I'm not going to take my life mm. and I'm going to keep pressing in mm-hmm. on this whole thing. And, you know, just, I'm going to accept that this is like a part of my journey. So it was on that couch that I wrote this, mm. those words, carry on all you pilgrims. I, I mm. yeah, I wrote that whole song in just like one sitting. It just, so it just cathartic, like, it just came. Cathartic, but also transformative and a, a, yeah. a turn a tipping point uh, kind of, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and some songs you really got to fight for. Mm. You know, some you gotta, you know, it's, I've heard some of the songwriters say, you know, I, it took me five years to write that yeah. song or whatever. This one, this one was like, you know, 15 minutes mm-hmm. and the song was there, but then will you ever be able to, you know, produce mm-hmm. the music that adequately describes the tension mm-hmm. of where that song came from? Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know if that, I, I still don't know if I did it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I it was enough to be able to say, okay, this is worth the release. And, and shout out to Eric Taylor, mm-hmm. who's an amazing producer. And we worked together yeah. and same thing. We were just locked in his, in his room mm-hmm. and we just, you know, just kept hashing it out until it felt right. I you know what it. I mean? And just all that stuff. So yeah, this Pilgrim Pilgrims is, um, I, I don't know. I mean, who's your favorite kid? Like, I don't know if I could say right, what my favorite right, song is, right, you know? right. But um, this one, this one definitely is special and is at a really, really deep place yeah. for me. Well, you know, so. and it, it, on the flip side of the comment that uh, so, some songwriters say, you know, it took five years. I've also heard from a number of them and, and, and about some classic songs like maybe Neil Young's Ohio, for example, comes to mind where the, they came so quickly and and it was genius. So I think this one certainly falls into that category. And I want yeah. to take just a short break to support uh, my friend, uh, Waheed Gums and DRSATL. And then we're going to come back and thanks to DRS's uh, sponsorship uh, or support rather, we're going to run the rest of the show commercial free. And I want to talk about um, your worship movement, the poor worship, uh, when we come back. So we'll cue that up. And also, I I think uh, later on in that song, because we only played two minutes, there's some background singers that are doing some nice work. I want to chat about them as well. So we'll be right back, y'all. Stay with us. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, just having a fantastic conversation with Daniel Pratt. And I am enjoying some drink made uh, sparkled uh, water, which is uh, very tasty and good for you. So, Daniel, uh, just thrilled to have you on the show and want to have you talk about the poor worship, which is a worship movement I believe you started. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Um, and c- kind of as an outflow of what was you know, going on in me, 2018, mm-hmm. early 2019, going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much ran into, 
um, the presence of God and the bottle of wine, if I'm being honest, yeah, <laughs> to get yeah, through yeah. that season. Yeah. And um, I just was like, you know, uh, worship became the only place that I felt safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not talking like, I'm not talking like, like Preacher Sermons Church was like right. the place I felt safe. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. way deeper than that. Like I'm talking like, I'm ready to take my life, but like, mm. like the divine, if there, if there is a God, I'm, I'm meeting with him. Mm. And he's like, he's like telling me it's going to, you're, you're going to get through this. You're going to be okay. And so mm. my natural response was to worship. And so this, this thing came out of that where, um, I, some people said, Hey, why don't we do a worship night at a, a coffee shop here in town? Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that that sounds pretty good to me. I mean, that's pretty much the space I'm living in right now mm-hmm. and I'm existing in. And so we, uh, we did a worship night that like 50 people came to, mm-hmm. we did it the next month, a hundred people came, we did it the next month, 150 people came, mm-hmm. did it the next month. And there was like no parking. The cops were being called because people were parking all over each other. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, Holy cow. Like people are like really coming. And it grew into this thing where like people were coming from, 80 miles away to come to this monthly thing wow. that was happening. And it was just like, you ever been in, in an environment where it's just electric, yeah. where you leave just feeling full and mm-hmm. filled and purposeful. Like it was all, it was all that. And at the time we didn't know like what was happening, mm-hmm. but looking back, we're, we're, we're able to see, Oh, this was, this is like revival. That's what this is. Yeah. And so yeah. that was a, that was, um, a really cool um, experience and something to start up. And folks can find more about that. Uh, the poor worship. Is that where yeah, they should go? The poor, yeah. The poor worship. And um, they can find more about that. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of are still in the place of, we don't know what this is. You know, mm-hmm. people were early on, like we should, we should make this a church or something like that. And I've always <laughs> was like, no, then we start calling each other Bishop. It's right. weird. Right. It's, you know, so yeah. no, it's not that this is just, and um, you know, just, it's, it's just normal people, yeah. musicians from this town mm-hmm. that get together and just pour our hearts out. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's filling and fulfilling a really, really deep need in people. I love it. Um, Probably so, more yeah. so now than ever. So, talk about the uh, background singers that joined you on that song, because I yeah, that was uh, that was Noel Taylor. Okay. Um, that is the spouse of Eric Taylor, who's the guy oh, that uh, produces with me a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were just you know one of those things where you know we've been locked in the room and, you know, are smelling funny and, you know, haven't had very much, you know, human communication. (laughs) But from that comes this really cool creative place where, you know, you just get to like really hone in on some ideas. And we were, you know, creating this song and we're like, I think we need like a, we need like a female voice Mm -hmm. here or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, why don't I get Noel in and sing? And so anyway, she, she sang on it and we were like, oh, that, that feels great. So well, it um, sounds great group, too. I, I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. It worked no, well. She she crushed it. She um yeah. they have a kind of a husband wife duo piece okay. called Basham Music. So okay. they can check that out. Basham Music. Yeah. Well, and we'd love to have them on Ride the Vibe if they've got original music. You uh, extend they the do, Im- yeah. Extend yeah, the invitation absolutely. to them. And I'm yeah. uh, I'm uh, segueing, but you you touched on it. I'm imagining perhaps the 
coffee shop that you started the poor worship was the Panama City Coffee Company. Is no that... man, it's even it's even more punk rock than that. Okay. I ride around I ride around town on a coffee tricycle. A coffee. I have a tricycle that is outfitted for serving kegs like like you would pour beer, except yeah. it pours nitro coffee. And that's and your I business. live in a warm climate. Yeah. That is my that is my I started it in 2020. Yeah. When March of 2020, when the whole world shut down, right, I was right. like, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die doing something fun. Yeah. So I created this business plan yeah. and bought this five thousand dollar coffee nitro dispensing bicycle. And <laughs> where did broke, you get that? Where, where that? I, I got from this this guy in this guy in uh Oregon. Yeah. He had he started selling ice cream out of the scoop, and then he found out it was a better business actually selling these bicycles that he had created. And I mean, if you go search it, the name of it is Panama City Coffee Gum. Right, right, right. And if you go search it, like it's like this, I'm. Like, is this guy serious? Yes, I'm 100 percent serious. Like, and people love it. You know, like so I, it's got a picture. Morning, I need to see a picture. Is it on that yeah. website? Yeah, yeah, Panama City Coffee Company. I love it. Yeah, that. Panama City Coffee Co. Yeah, it's uh it's just me on on the cold uh, cycle is what I call it. I was serving this morning <laughs> at an elementary school. The teachers love it. You know, fifty teachers like, oh, they, they were so thankful you're here. And is Best this a is this a cash trans I mean you you transact money with it, right? I mean it's a business. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm paying a mortgage with it, man. I don't know how, but it's crazy. <laughs> well, I <laughs> love it. Every day I wake up, I'm like, am I still doing this? <laughs> well, that, <laughs> cues, that cues up the song, Trying to Be Okay. So it sounds yeah. like you're trying to be okay <laughs> with this Panama City coffee bicycle, which I, <laughs> I have to get a look at. If, Wahid, if yeah. we could cue that up, I'm still getting my head around this thing, this coffee bicycle. Ask myself what I miss more Thought of you Are you walking out the door Through the late fights and long nights I don't know why I even cry I didn't know we had love that could even hurt this deep What do you expect? Love 
song too. Aren't we all trying to be okay? That sounds like it may uh, have been written about um, your 2018 experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How keen of you. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> yeah, you've been a blind squirrel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what that was, man. And like, um, you know, pain is sometimes one of the best teachers mm-hmm. and I'm not, I, and I'm, it's, this is scary to say, but I think maybe it's the best teacher, mm-hmm. which is really sad because I wish there was something that was better. But in my life, definitely pain has always been the best teacher. Mm-hmm. And that song was just an honest, just an honest response mm-hmm. to what was happening, you yeah. know? And it was like, I'm falling apart, but I'm just, Hey, I'm just trying I'm to okay. be okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. And where was the picture taken? Beautiful shot. Uh, for what we're um, that's yeah that's um that is my my sister Karis ah, actually she's yeah. a photographer ah, and that was on one of her photographer trips in California in or something Cali. like that okay yeah and so we uh interesting though those birds were photoshopped in oh they were <laughs> yeah I was working with the I was working with the graphics designer and we were like we just we need something, something birds yeah, we need yeah, birds yeah. And so we put birds in well, and, uh, and it looked, amazing. you know, I thought maybe somewhere around Panama City. I, I mean, it looks. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That you would, no, no, that was, uh, that's, San, I want to say it's San Diego. I think it's wow. where it is. So. Well, you, you referenced, uh, you know, and again, folks, uh, you want to check out DanielPrattMusic.com. That's P-R-A-T-T. Also, um, The Poor Worship. And then definitely got it. We all got to be looking at this Panama City Coffee (laughs) Company and checking that out. But in the run up uh, into the show, we talked about, you know, perhaps you were going to come out with a vinyl. Given the craziness of the music world right now, I mean, how are you and your and your fellow pilgrims sifting through the sand to talk about the beautiful beaches in Panama city mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. releasing singles versus EPs versus albums versus CDs, vinyl, you know, I mean, it's gotta be, I can't even imagine how you, how you it is, it. it is, it is man. And then, and now like, if you're not on the TikTok or talk tech, whatever it is, yeah. like, you know, that's the new thing. And, and I'm, I feel like, um, and I don't really even know what that is. So <laughs> yeah, so don't don't worry, don't go down the rabbit hole. No, but, um, I, I won't. <laughs> I think I think if you're if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. then just do it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. as for musicians alike, like I, uh, if I write a song, and I just got that song stuck in my mind mm-hmm. for two months, I know it's a song I need to do. Right. And if I write a song. And like the next day, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute, whatever. Like, I know that's not the one. So mm-hmm. Like, I try and just do the things that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if that's the right advice, but that's that's what I'm doing. I yeah. just if it if it gives me a reason to keep getting up, then like mm-hmm. I want to pour my time and resources into that. And so that. Oh, I like all these poor that, references. We got the poor wor- wor- worship. Yeah. We got the pouring <laughs> coffee. I mean, you are <laughs> just. There's, there's, yeah, there's a song I, I, there, I mean, poor or something. There or is, other. you're right. There's a song. There's a song somewhere in there. Yeah. So albums for, you know, I mean, p- putting out singles versus uh, or an uh, EP well, think, or a, a yeah, uh, CD I mean, in the future for you. What what's? I mean, I I think um, I think the cool thing about out about singles mm-hmm. is that you get to devote a lot of like passion and time to one song. I mean, when it was in the album days, you know, you would hear all the time. 
about, you know, a song that was on the deep tracks, like, mm-hmm. oh, this wasn't their single or anything, yeah, but right. man, this song was really good. And well, with singles, you get to really, dev- you know, devote a lot of attention mm-hmm. and a lot of passion to each one. The thing that kind of sucks is that, that we're kind of away from the time when you would just listen to a full body of right. art, right. you know, just a full body of what you just, you just put on mm-hmm. an album mm-hmm. and you go and you grab a glass of wine and mm-hmm. you just sit and listen and you kind of, you go on this journey mm-hmm. with the musician, right. you know, what they were thinking, what was happening. I mean, the studio process is such a beautiful process when you're writing a mm-hmm. huge number of songs, like, you know, 10 or something like that, because, they all have this one feel and flavor that they all absorb. And the problem with single, 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 single is that you can be, it's, it's really divided. You're getting a lot of different personalities of this, you know, songwriter and they don't always mesh together, but there's, there's pros and cons to each one. Yeah. Each, so, right. Well, and of course so you're, you're talking to someone who came from the, the, uh, the, the album model yeah. where, you know, you sat back and listened and, you know, back in the day, I mean, we'd stack them on the turntable literally, and there'd be a diverse mix of, of, uh, music in, on that turntable. Well, and that's a, a bit of what I've tried to format with Ride the Vibe is to, you know, with the six, seven songs to create basically that interspersed with then getting to hear, uh, you know, the artist's perspective. So I'd love to mm-hmm. tee up uh, old-fashioned, if we could, Waheed. Makes oh, us want to go out and get an old soul, I think, from Cathead Distillery. Sounds good, Drew. Dude, <laughs> thanks for coming out, man. Guess any song I'll make it on the radio? <laughs> All right, here we go. Old-fashioned love's got a hold of me 
Michael Litton, the last DJ host to ride the vibe, putting my marketing hat on and thinking this song needs to be coupled with the <laughs> Cathead Distillery with their Old Soul Whiskey because they've got a, a tin type series that features uh, blues musicians and uh, their Old Soul Tin Type Series 1 sold out. It was seven years aged and uh, unfiltered and uh, I... I got the last bottle in the Rosler and gave it to Waheed. <laughs> so we got to hook you up with Cathead, our friend Ross Merriman at the Cathead Distillers. Right. So talk yeah. about this uh, this music oh, video, man. which premiered in, yeah. in 2020, 2021, yes. July, and then the couple in the video where it was recorded, the background singers, Kino yeah. visuals, no, this, all of it. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, and for the listeners... There's a there's a rocking guitar solo at the end. So if if you're a guitar solo fan, go listen to Trent Hayes. He killed it. Ah, and, Trent Hayes. Um, okay. This is um man. This song is like this song was crazy because um I've I've been I've always been told like you know Daniel if you wanted to sing country like you'd be a really good country artist and I <laughs> particularly don't really care for country at all. Yeah, but yeah. I wrote this song and was like you know this is kind of the closest thing to country. And as the song came together, I was like this is one of the best songs I've ever written. Mm -hmm. Like, this is catchy. Yeah. I even like this song and I don't even particularly like for country <laughs> and something, you know, there's something to like positive affirmation thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I, sure. I heard that. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that Eddie Van Halen, the first time, mm -hmm. I think he was brain cancer. The first time he got brain cancer, mm -hmm. he would wake up every morning and look in the mirror and saying explicit that I won't say, mm -hmm. uh, and say explicit you yeah. cancer and would say that. Mm. And the cancer actually went away mm. and dissipated. Mm -mm -mm. And, um, I don't know if that story is true or not, mm -hmm. but I just knew that this song was going to be a hit. And, and yeah. by hit, I mean, you know, for, for what, for my sphere of influence, yeah. it was, it's still been the only song that got a uh, Spotify playlisted, which is uh, huge, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's like, you know, that's the dream mm -hmm. and that puts you in front of thousands of listeners. Yeah. I believed in it so much. Uh, Mike, I, I got a billboard in oh. the middle of Panama city wow. beach and I put this song up on the billboard oh, <laughs> for no $1,800. I spent $1,800 oh, for a month. I had go yeah. listen to old fashioned by Daniel Pratt on, and everybody was like, you're, you've made it. That's it. You're on a billboard. I was like, well, yeah, I <laughs> if you pay them, they'll put you up there. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but, that's positive affirmation. You put your money I where just, your, your I, mouth is. Exactly. I just knew it would be, man. I wow. just knew it was a song that people would enjoy. It was like the summer of, you know, it was just, I just knew it was a, a yeah. song and it felt right. And yeah. as, as far as like you know, get songs that go the furthest, like yeah. that is definitely one of well, them. We so. do, I'm not kidding. We need to hook you up with a, a cat head. So the couple actors or someone uh, in the, Noel, the background vocals? Or? Yeah, there's them actors that are uh, here. Yeah. Um, here in uh, Panama uh, City Beach, actually. Actually, yeah. 30A area. And but, then where um, was so it yeah, recorded? The video it looks like a bar, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tap room, ah, tap room in St Andrews. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, actually, Weston Weston was in that video as well. Oh, um, so I asked him if he would play bass for ah, me. So he played bass. I will have to go back and look closer. I did not pick him up in there. And then yeah, Kino yeah. Visuals. You want to give a shout out Kino to them? Kino Visuals. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a amazing uh, young videographer mm -hmm. producer that's just got amazing talent so oh my gosh 
Well, the time is just flying by. We've got to get two more, not, not got to, but I want to get two more songs in. And you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation because the last DJ screws everything up. <laughs> Murchison's Eulogy. Murchison's Eulogy. So if we could cue that up, Wahid, then we'll come back and talk about that. I was just trying to be perfect, but you weren't okay. The hurt is what makes it worth it You couldn't stand the pain And all of the memories now They all fade away I'm a fool to think you're worth it When you couldn't stay How soon are you and I going to be married? Huh? I don't know. You'll have to ask my mother. Baby, come back to the light. I got a place for you. I know you weren't thinking right. Don't blame your past for you. Do the TVs keep you up at Cause you won't admit to what's inside Baby, come back to the light I got a place for you I was trying to be perfect But you weren't okay The hurt is what makes it worth it You couldn't stand Daniel, talk about this song and the pick that yeah. accompanies the uh, video. Yeah, um, this one, Murchison's Eulogy, uh, Murchison's, Texas, was uh, where my first uh, wedding was, oh which ended in a divorce. Yeah. So <laughs> you can put two and two together there. Gotcha. This yeah. was um, if there was a diss track, or if there was, if I had to say anything about that relationship, then it's all in this in song. This song. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's got, it's very, yeah. Very Taylor Swift of me, I guess, but, um, it's, uh, <laughs> or as they said one, of uh, Tom Petty of his wall followers yeah, album, though, his I divorce mean, album, you know, kind of, the... you know, dude, uh, it's, we all, we, you've got to have that. It's how you, you know, it's how you, I don't know, decompress, yeah, but sure, this process. one, um, this one doesn't sound like any of my other stuff, but mm -hmm. I I attribute that because I was in my I was in a different headspace yeah, than I've sure. you know ever been. Sure. And what's beautiful is that your head goes into this really weird creative place as well. Those sound clips mm -hmm. are from um, a 1937 A Star Is Born film. Oh no! So that's way. the like original, original A Star Is Born. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I, truthfully, I needed uh, public domain clips. Yeah, yeah. And so I was searching the archives. Yeah. And uh, I found A Star is Born as I just started listening through the movie. I was like, oh, some of these work perfectly. So I, I kind of 
use some clips yeah. to piece together what I was trying to say in my story. Yeah. That saxophone player, I found him online. He was in Germany. Oh my and gosh. I just listened to his stuff and I loved it. And I reached out. I was like, would you want to like, I got this idea for saxophone this yeah. part. And he's like, I know exactly what you're feeling. Let me, I'll lay it down. So it's oh just one of those songs. That it's crazy how it came together. Yeah. But I love the last quote in that song is this, uh, the way this song ends is kind of hauntingly beautiful. It says, um, uh, she's talking about how she just, she'll do anything to be famous. And he Mm -hmm. says, well, the only thing is that usually you have to pay for it Mm -hmm. and you have to pay for it with your heart. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's some things in life that if you want so bad, you've got to pay for with like a piece of yourself. It's not money that can buy. So I, anyway, it was just very, it was very fitting and haunting to, yeah. to and leave then the it pick, that way. You Daniel, know I mean? the pick, it was, is that your sister? Yeah. Again? Oh, no, no, no. That, um, that was an artist that, um, did that for me. This, uh, was a, this EP I released kind of song by song and yeah. each song was the progression of, uh, a flower that was in a flower pot. Mm-hmm. And then the flower pot is breaking mm-hmm. in one picture and then the flowers are all out on the you know the floor spread out mm-hmm. in another picture and then they're trampled in another picture so it's just kind of like that progression, progression. yeah yeah as the whole thing's being told wow. so well we are almost at the top of the hour but we, we would be remiss the last dj would be remiss if we didn't queue up on my way to church i think a fitting end to close out the show and then we're going to be right back and uh, have a couple f- final thoughts from daniel pratt God, I messed up again I didn't pay preachers ten I gave it to someone in need Does that mean you won't bless me? God, I'm trying hard Not to curse in my car that song y'all so you want to go out and buy it so i've got to ask what uh, where is the church what church and who's accompanying you on that, oh uh, i can't i can't be that pointed mike okay all right no no worries I, well, okay okay the church is that that church that in the video was um yeah that's what seaside. i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah seaside is in seaside florida okay and um it's beautiful uh, beautiful church yeah oh it's absolutely beautiful yeah. um and i i'm really proud of this piece of work um it actually just dropped um just came out yeah and uh you know in like i've been in the church my entire life Mm -hmm. and i've been raised religious and i'm 
just now starting to ask the question, which I would have never allowed myself to ask, Mm -hmm. but I'm asking now, you know, there's a lot of stuff in here that's actually man-made and we've been calling it sacred. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not the only person to feel that way. And it probably took a, it probably took a divorce to, like I said, like Get you to that, that version of yeah. Daniel died yeah. and a lot of other things died. Mm-hmm. And who I met, you know, the God that I met yeah. is way, way, way different and deeper than Isn't that what fascinating? I, yeah, so yeah, never too person, old to learn. And well, who who's accompanying you on that? That Oh, that is, uh, that's uh, my buddy, George. George. And um, yeah, he played. So he's actually not the one that played the cello for that. Okay. Um, uh, but he uh, is a fantastic cello player. Yeah. And he played with me in the video. Ah, so in the um, video, yeah, very cool. Yeah. And then, so we're we're uh, at the top of the hour, and just uh, want to give you the floor for parting comments and uh, upcoming projects to be on the lookout for, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the middle of releasing my EP, song by song, and okay. I really tried to um, I really tried to devote as much time and energy to every song as possible so yep. that everyone felt like a body of work in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not, we're not in the album days anymore. We're in the single days. Right. So I at least wanted every single to feel like it was a complete thought. Mm-hmm. So I've released three, uh, real things, pilgrims mm-hmm. and on my way to church. And I've still got two more. So, you know, follow me on Facebook yep. or Instagram or TikTok, I, I broke down and I'm on there as well. <laughs> Whatever that, uh, that is. You know, YouTube and all yeah. that stuff. And um, yeah, yeah, more music videos to come, more behind the scenes to come. And then right and, now the um, best, is is there going to be an actual EP, uh, like a CD EP kind of thing that people can... Yes, yes, there will. And yeah, go to Daniel will. Pratt Music perhaps and buy that? Yeah, DanielPrattMusic.com. That'll have all the information and all the stuff. And Fascinating, Daniel. Thank you so much. God bless, brother. Thank you. We're out of here. Cause the 